and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you for the next couple of hours to talk sports with you. Thanks for uh, spending some of your morning and into the afternoon here with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this. A busy NFL day today. Going to cover a lot of ground in the NFL. We will start uh, with Ted Glover at uh, 10.30 or thereabouts. Uh, covers the Vikings. That will be up first. Wade Looking Bill will check in on Iowa, Indiana. The former Hawk will be here at 1145. Uh, 1215, Dave Sinekin. We will preview Sunday night football. The Packers and the Lions. It's just a massive game. The Packers, can they indeed finish the deal and get in? Uh, we'll do that. And then Nick Athen will join us. Uh, the latest with Nick on the Chiefs, as uh, the NFL has still yet to tell us uh, how they are going to resolve the uh, outstanding situation regarding the suspension of Monday night's game. A lot of uh, ideas being floated out there. We'll see if any of those are indeed proven to be right or if they do something that nobody's talking about yet. We shall see. But we're going to hear, I would assume, uh, very quickly, uh, Today, tomorrow, at the very latest, you would think that we will have some clarity on which way they are going in that regard. Uh, Clones with just a massive win last night, um, but I want to start with, and we'll get to that shortly, Damar Hamlin. Really good news this morning yep. from, from his agent. Apparently, he is awake. He's awake, and he's responding to commands from his family. You know, like, squeeze my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, blink your right eye or whatever. Um, that's this. So that's positive. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because it certainly seemed like, you know, I mean, we didn't know, but uh, I take this and I think the, the, um, most people are taking this as, uh, as good news from the Hamlin camp, uh, that the recovery is, is underway. And, you know, we probably, um, didn't give enough credit to the medical personnel that were on the field and got on the field as quickly as they did. And hats off to the NFL and to the Bengals and to the Bills and their athletic staffs and their doctors who were uh, Johnny on the spot very quickly to get out there on the field and started the CPR and, and saved his life by by all accounts. So hats off to that. And uh, that's one thing the NFL got right. The uh, safety protocols that were in place, you just you hope you never have to use them. They train, 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 one would assume, should the need arise. And it certainly did on Monday night. And by all accounts, um all of the boxes that needed to be checked as far as what they did to uh, to try and, um, you know, keep them alive. Yeah. Uh, seemed, to, seemed to be checked. So good stuff and good news out of DeMar Hamlin. That's the latest update from the Bills earlier this morning. All right, so let's go to Iowa State. We'll get to Iowa. They've got a big game tonight against Indiana. Wade Looking Bill will help us out here on that in about 40 minutes. Iowa is a favorite, which surprised me that they're a slight favorite in the game tonight, uh, the role that they are on. But Iowa State, Trent, 
the Big 12 is a you-know-what. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. It is. <laughs> and it, it to go on the road and, and, and put one in the wind column uh, on the heels of beating Baylor, and then you watch Baylor later on mm-hmm. at night, and think, man, oh, man, that one may even look better today after watching Baylor and TCU, and clones get TCU on Saturday. That was incredibly entertaining, but Iowa State up first. They cough up, what, an 18-point lead, went nine minutes and changed without scoring a single frickin' point. Um but found a way to win and found a way to overcome. Well, I was going to say it was a bad whistle. It wasn't a whistle on that end. But I mean, come on. Higgins had a bad day. He did. John Higgins yeah. was not good yesterday. The Calcier off the backboard thing, uh, the three. Well, uh, you don't anticipate a shot's going to go like that. Well, true. I'll, I'll give you that. But, but okay. All right. Let's cut him some slack there. But let's go to the end of the game on the inbounds yeah. pass where Lipsy was tackled. Yeah. Tackled. And it's right in front of Higgins. He's right. behind the play. Is he looking somewhere else? Well, he must have been. Yeah. He, 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 mu- he must have been. But he wasn't looking at the ball. Mm-hmm. Follow the dang ball because it's going to the guy that just got tackled. Um, but they overcame it. They got a turnover on the subsequent inbounds play. Caleb Grill making shots. Caleb Grill's having a year, man. Yes, he is. Caleb Grill is having a year. From where he was a year ago. And it wasn't just a joke about his shooting woes in Hilton. No, it was legit. It was it, true. It was, it, real. it was real. Yeah. What was he? It was something like 5 of 49 from 3, I think a Big 12 play. Something just absolutely ridiculous a year ago. He's like 11%. And he shot it well on the road. I think he was, you know, up north of 35% yeah. on the road, but he just couldn't do it in Hilton. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he had a couple of games earlier this year against a couple of tomato cans, right? A couple of bye games and well, let's see. It's continued. Uh-huh. You talked about just yesterday his defensive ability and the way that he is out there and goes. They have to have Caleb Bill Grill hit shots. Yeah. It's the way He's that this guy, team is built, he? they they have mm-hmm. to do it. Gabe Kalsher will have a game. Mm-hmm. He's going to chuck even when he's not having a game. No, that, that's that's how he plays. Yep. He's not a good shooter. No, nope. he just doesn't. Statistically, nope. it was single digits last night. What did he finish with? Eight, nine, yeah. big three from the corner was his only three made. But he does other things too. But you're yes, right. They need Grill or Kalsher. I mean, Holmes um, can give you that kind of that junkyard presence, that under the rim stuff. Uh, getting to the rim, to, getting in the paint. Be, yeah, yeah, seems to be there. Um, but shooting from deep is not part of his game. No. Now, if Osudi keeps hitting threes. How about that? And, and how about fr- the free throws? The free throws right? late. I. Did you think they were... No, I, I, am, I envision you. in my mind, up yep. one. Yep. All right. They get it to probably the last guy on the floor. They wanted to pass the ball on the inbound play. <laughs> That's and true. Oklahoma fouls right away. Yeah. And he's walking down there. And I just envision another one of these Iowa State heartbreaking losses. He clangs in. They come down, get uh-huh. a bucket. 62-61 game over. Yeah. Kind of Instead, felt like that's where we're heading. He was calm, right? Cool. First what? one was nothing but net. Yes. The second one kind of bounced around a little bit, but um, the first one, a little line drive to it, but it's all right. Found the bottom, <laughs> yeah, and that's all it was. And and then just the defensive ability for this squad. Every single time they need a stop. And Oklahoma played defense last night. Yes, too. they did. No that's surprise. A physical game with last Porter night. Bozer. Yeah, you know that's the way that his teams are going to be. So built. as I was watching that last night, and then later on in the night, while we're going over and watching Baylor and TCU, and I don't know if it's just a Big Twelve thing. Because it's just, when I, when I would think of tough leagues, you're going to be battered and bruised, mm-hmm. right? I thought the Big Ten. 
Absolutely. That was the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing that in the Big 12 now. Yes. I'm starting to see that officiating in college basketball is starting to look more like the NBA on the defensive end of the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what you get away with in the NBA. I mean, my God. Right. It's got a little hockey element to it. Um, but they, I guess they're letting them play because defense is a calling card for certainly for Oklahoma, and we know it is for Iowa State. But that was entertaining as hell last night. Short of Texas and what we've seen out of them recently, especially. And after Chris Beard has left, uh, I saw some numbers. I think six of their eight games that they have played since Beard has not been with them have been some of their worst defensive efforts in like the last oh, five years. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, they gave up a buck 16 the other yeah, night. That, that's going to be a big part Tuesday of that. Tuesday, the case was Tuesday, Wednesday. Yesterday was Wednesday. Tuesday. Iowa State, ninth in the country in defensive efficiency. Where's Oklahoma? Uh, Oklahoma is 32nd. Kansas, 12th. Uh, you have 16th for Baylor, 34th for West Virginia, 27th for Texas Tech. Again, out of 360-some teams, <laughs> yeah. we're talking about high level. Yeah, there's good offensive teams. Obviously, Texas mm-hmm. is really good offensively this year. Kansas is good in both metrics seemingly mm-hmm. every single year. But for the most part, these teams now, they're built with defense. Yeah. Give me the Big Ten list. Let me pull it up here. Big Ten. Defensive numbers for the Big Ten. All right. Defensive efficiency. You got Rutgers at number three. Okay. Western at number six. Wow. That surprises me. Uh, then you get to, let's see, 21 for Wisconsin, 22nd for Indiana, 31st for Illinois, 39th for Nebraska, uh, 32nd for Purdue. So still same thing, but... Still waiting for that one school that we follow. Well, I was 114th. <laughs> and Minnesota's 144th. Then Michigan's 77th. Then Ohio State's 66th. Huh. Yeah. There's... Everybody in the Big 12 also plays defense. Yes. Not the case in the Big 10. No. No. It, it's it's flipped. It's it's fun to watch Big 12 basketball again. Yes, it is. Really is. Um, oh, huge win. 2-0 for the, for the Cyclones. Look, we said yesterday... You'd sign for a split in a heartbeat on these next two, right? Mm-hmm. You got one. I'm not going to say you're playing with house money. Go get the next one. Not going to be easy. <laughs> Keep doing it, right? <laughs> not going to be easy. How much TCU Baylor did you get to see? Uh, watched early on and then flipped away as Baylor was just completely in control. I thought they were too. And as they're cruising through, I saw something on Twitter. Oh, here comes Mike Miles. Mm-hmm. And I Ooh, flip I'll over. Say. Holy cow. The first, what, six, seven minutes of the second half? He had like 15. I think it was 15 points in six minutes. As they got right back into yep. the game, and then it was just a fun, entertaining oh. basketball game. Two really good teams. Yep. I like this TCU team. I, I like what they obviously have in, in the middle, and just yeah, there's something about you know those big, thick guys with Lampkin that <laughs> he just fits that bill. They're just fun to watch. Is you know? he six ten, six eleven? Six eleven, six eleven. He's listed at two sixty three. If he's two sixty three, I'm under two bills. I mean, right. come on, two sixty three for Eddie Lampkin, but. They're fun to watch. O'Bannon's a real good player. And Miles, when Miles gets going, they can play with anybody in the country. I think so, too. What's their price? Speaking of that. To win it all? To win it all. I got a little Georgia money. Well, I'm putting a cart before the horse here. Win it all. Yeah. You always like to win it all. You you don't even want to go final four. No, no, no. Go big, go home. Well, they're not winning the national championship. Why not? They're a Big 12 team. That Big Big 12's been pretty... uh, much a factor in this in to this get to tournament. that last level, though. That's okay. Give it to me. If they're thirty to one, it's worth a shot. They can't be that big of a price. I wouldn't think so. All right, let's scroll through here. March Madness. There it is. To win it all, your TCU Horn Frogs are twenty-five to okay. one. 
They are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, until they're the 15th betting choice. Okay. Right now. That's what I'm looking for. You're looking to win it all. Why you're not? You're not going to cash that ticket. No, I'm not going to cash a bunch of them. I got Creighton. I know I'm not going to cash Creighton. But why don't you do something that's actually possible? I've got well, I got Kentucky. I thought that was possible. They have no shot. You know what I did, and I, and I was pissed off after I did it. What did I say? I'm never going to do again. You beckon Zaga. Yes. Of course why? Because I, I can't help myself. <laughs> TCU to make the Final Four. What's that number? Plus five fifty. See, you can actually gonna... cash that ticket. Yeah, I know. That's realistic. Got to live in reality. Yeah, but I don't like. That's why I don't like betting on game plus one twenty. I don't want to put up a hundred, get one hundred twenty. It's like betting a six. Well, it is six to five. Well, five fifty. It's not bad. No, it's five and a half to one. That's pretty good. Nine to two to win four games. Not too bad. How about Iowa State Cyclones to make the final? See, four. I just can't because they're going to have one of those days where they can't right. make a basket. Twenty to one currently. Are they? TCU is a longer price than than Iowa. State. No, no, no. Oh, no. To get to the final. Get four. to the final. Gotcha. Four. for Iowa State. Yeah. I'm on the final four list here. Uh, other deep shots: Missouri, twenty-five to one. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin, twenty-five to one. You got Wisconsin pretty good ticket on them. I got them to win the Big Ten at thirty to one. That's that was a, back in December. That's a good ticket. That's a really good. That's a really good ticket. Feeling good about that. The Big Ten, a huge one tonight in the Big Ten. Also, Purdue trying to bounce back. We're going to have uh, yeah, a that more game on is that. on before Iowa. Yes, right. FS One's got the doubleheader tonight. I'm pretty. Sure, Purdue, Purdue at Ohio, Ohio State, State yes. right? And it's FS1 at 6 o'clock for that one. Yeah, Purdue, I mean, all of a sudden, this is a big spot for them after what happened to them over the weekend, getting beat at home by Rutgers. And uh, Penn State, then the over the weekend for Purdue, that game will be played at the Palestra. Pretty cool. Nice. Yes. Going and uh, yeah. tapping into that Philly yeah, market. Why not? Very important, obviously, right. for them. And just a cool venue, a place that... It's on my bucket list. Is it? Got to get there for for a college basketball game. Just my my love of college basketball and all the stories of the Palestra. I saw that as I was looking at the Purdue schedule the other night and saw, oh, making their way there. Smart move out of Penn State, too, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. Nobody shows up for those games, those basketball no, games. No, 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 no. Do something Absolutely. like that. Put in the Palestra. Right. Tap into People Philly. People appreciate yes. it. Oh, yeah. It really, really mm-hmm. good move there. Iowa State, I mean, when we look at this team, yes, there's going to be those nights, like you yep. mentioned. What's the high watermark? I mean, how how high can this can team they, can they can they duplicate last year? Well, last year they were. I mean, just as far as they go, getting to the second weekend of the <laughs> tournament, that's asking a lot, right? That's a one and done. I'm just talking overall regular season. Gotcha. Because last year they were an 11 seed. Mm-hmm. Last year they were seven and 11 in Big 12 play. Mm-hmm. They can be better than that. They're already two right. and zero. Can this team get to 11 and seven? Is that a realistic goal, or is even that? Just because of the depth of the Big 12. I think that's asking a lot, Trent. I, I, I'm with you. I, I think you'd sign for 500, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you want to take care of the home floor, but they're not going to win them all at Hilton. They're going to have one of those games where they can't get the bright, broad side of a barn. Short of and Kansas. Trent, yeah. They are favored in every game at home, though, the rest of the way. That's surprising. That's kind Even of surprising. at 7-2, and two, you already got one road win. Mm-hmm. There's eight. Mm-hmm. Two more, ten and eight. Two more road victories. I think they can get there, and Koontz will come back, mm-hmm, yep. and, and he'll help yep. the scoring. And I think you're going to. So, and I saw something yesterday on him. It's now whatever they're he's not apparently not going to be back for the Missouri game, but right after that is when they're talking uh, early February. And Trey King's not scoring right he now. Hasn't been, but he's not forcing things, and I I like that part because all right, this dude was a scorer, right? Yep. Eastern Kentucky. 
offense went through him. He was doing it in a multitude of different ways, stepping out, hitting open threes, and of course playing in the post a lot more. He's not going to play in the post nearly as much in the way that Iowa State plays. But I think it's going to come. I, I just think the guy is too talented offensively. He's shaking a lot of rust off, too. Yep. I mean, that, this guy hasn't played college basketball That's in a really long time. That's why that postponement, we both said the yeah. same thing, of that bye game right before the right before the break uh, was unfortunate that they weren't able to play it. Against Omaha, right? That was, uh, right. That was the one that yeah. was taken away. But he's going to get there. I think he's going to score. But he's not forcing things. He's not, hey, i got to get out there and get mine while I'm here. I, no, he's letting the game come to him, and he's helping out in other ways. He had, what, four rebounds, had a block shot last night, had a steal. No, he's helping out in other ways and not just being what he was before, which was a score. I think that's a good thing, and I think the offense ultimately is going to come. This team, they got some pieces. I, I think Watson's got a future. It's not right now with this team, but I, there's just something about his length and his ability that he looks like a guy that can really turn into something there. You know a name we haven't talked about we need to before we move on? Who? Lipsy. Just so smooth. It's incredible. He's just yeah. so smooth, yeah. so smart, yeah. knows exactly what to do. He is a freshman, we remind you. But he's a veteran out there. Yeah, he I mean, is. He already looks like he, he is a veteran. and He's not a one and dunner. No. And you got this guy just like Monte Morris. And he was thrown into the deep end of mm-hmm. the pool. It's right? not like they just laid into the season, nope. right, with a bunch of nope. easy games and bye games. I mean, they went out to Portland all right, here's Villanova. Yeah. Here's Carolina. Here's Carolina. Here's UConn. And Do he, your thing, Damon. And he absolutely oh, has. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, he's been as advertised. Boy, that, um, uh, the, what, what's the kid's name? Um, uh, Cortez. Mm-hmm. Man, can he shoot? Yeah. I think he killed Iowa State last year, if memory serves. Was he the guy? I think it was, because I remember the hair. Okay. <laughs> it was the hair. Let's, let's see. Uh, Iowa State. Let's pick five minutes in one game. Let's see another one. Maybe was, it was some game I was watching. I know he he because I remember his hair, and I think it was longer last year than it was this year. Yeah, it wouldn't have been against Iowa State. Right. I was looking through the game log a year ago. But he filled it up, or he yeah. certainly had it going on yesterday. A uh, huge win. Good good for Iowa State. Two and zero in conference. Um, how'd they lose to Iowa in the fashion they did? Iowa shot lights out. It's I guess as that. at the beginning of the game, right? You know, I've, I've talked to before about those expected kind of box scores that are yeah, out there with yeah. the true shooting percentages and the like. Iowa State, if everything went according to plan, actually would have won that game. It was just Iowa mm-hmm. shot lights out. It's simple as that. Yeah. They got off to a great start. They did. They did. Now, uh, now let's talk about the Hawks tonight. So what do you expect? I don't know. <laughs> and you know, that's not good for radio. No. I really. And Xavier Johnson is out, right? Yes. Yeah. He's. Off the year, isn't he? Oh, is he? That is it. That um, long? I mean, I know that they carried him off the floor, right? And this was middle of December. I th- it was before Christmas, right? I think uh, foot surgery is what he had. Hopeful this. Uh, hopeful he will return later this season. But yeah, he had surgery. He's going to be out for a while. Well, senior guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're going to miss him. Ugly shot. That, but sorry, <laughs> if it falls, it's, shot. right? Um, <laughs> what do you, What do you think? The point spread's telling me something completely different than I, what I see I, with my eyes. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. And, and we're both that way. I'm going to guess, like the public sentiment out there, everybody's on the Hoosiers, right? You would think. That's usually the way that well, these Can you see, out. is there enough money that's already been bet that you can go to that destination you go to yes. to see the percentage of bets? You know who they got to watch? What, the kid with the hyphenate, Shafino? Mm-hmm. Good player, yes. Freshman, big kid, big guard. Uh, he can uh, he can really score it. 
Um, I'm surprised that I was favored in the basketball game. After the body of work that we've seen the last three. And by the way, we've got tickets to give away to this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm, it's not right now, uh, but but it's coming up. We're going to – it's an 8 o'clock tip. Please don't call and ask for these tickets and then don't use them because there's somebody that would like to use them. Mm-hmm. I'm not lecturing you, audience. <laughs> I'm just asking you to, if you want the tickets and you're going to get a chance here, uh, Dr. Stephen Fuller, two locations. I got the new office in Altoona, by the way, uh, just crushing it over there on 8th Street Southeast, 509 8th Street, fullerdental.net. Of course, uh, the original location on East 29th, but we've got tickets to give, give away from our friend, Dr. Stephen Fuller. It's an eight o'clock tip. Um, be cognizant of that when we ask you to call in and see and uh, and grab these things. That'll be coming up. So I got two places uh, that I have some information on. The first, this is from Wager Talk and their betting percentages. I don't know if this is a combination of books. It doesn't say where this comes from. Okay. It's just wherever they get their data from. Uh, they have seventy two percent of the money and the tickets split fifty fifty on Iowa in this one. Now, uh, got an email earlier today from our guys at Bet Rivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one. It is basically 50, 55, 45 in percentage of tickets, but almost all the money on Bet Rivers is on Iowa, which shows you that is normally the pro players, yeah. the people that are betting yeah. not 10 bucks a game, not 100 bucks a game. Okay. They're betting a lot more than that. You're, you're, you're going to have to help me out. I, I can't. I, I just, we've watched this team. Yes. The comeback, I'll give them that, but you know what? Is that a more, there's no moral victories. No, not at all. The ability inside with Jackson Davis, with mm-hmm. Race Thompson, mm-hmm. how does Iowa defend them? Mm-hmm. What do they do? What do they do inside with a guard court for Iowa that has not played well? And I'm telling you, this Hutcherfino kid is legit. Absolutely. They, they have scoring ability. They, they play incredibly, incredibly tough. They can score. They defend. I just, I don't see it. It's in Carver, but... It's not like it's going to be banged out with 15-5. No. There'll be 8,000 people yeah. in there. It's going to be a late game. and I hope Bartle's on the call or Hummel. I wonder who is on the call. Oh, can you find that out? Yeah. In the notes somewhere? Um, yeah, Bartle did a game last night that I that was, or maybe it was a couple of nights ago. I, Jimmy Beach says that he broke him into the business. Oh, of course he, he takes did. credit for yes, that. Yeah. He takes credit for Stephen Bartle's uh, career. Yeah. Uh, not a surprise, right? No, no, of course not. Let's see here. Uh, game notes for Iowa-Indiana tonight. All right, here we go. On the call, it'll be Jason Benetti. All right. And Bill Raftery. All right. Uh-huh. Yes, I will take that a billion times yeah, over absolutely. Stephen Bardo. Absolutely. Well, I will, too. I just I was surprised that uh, Raftery, of course, him and Fran are pretty good buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll tell, he'll tell some stories about Fran during the broadcast. If, indeed, the game gets out of hand, hopefully he doesn't have time to talk about it. So do you start Euless? Perkins, Connor in the spot for Patrick, Chris Murray, and Rabracha? I guess. I mean, what's the other option? Putting Euless on the bench. And then? Either Sanford or Bowen? I don't think he can start Sanford. No. I just don't think he maybe, can. Maybe that's what it is, though, that gets him going. Okay, then. all right. You, you gotta try something. I, I get to what you're coming from. Then, you know what? You sold me. Because the other way's not working. No, no, everything that they've done. Right. Because how many games did Sanford start? In the beginning of the year. It was seven games that he has started. Right. So. About try, half of them? Try something. Why not? He started the Eastern Illinois game. 
That did not go well. Started the first six games of the year, the first loss that they had against TCU. Mm -hmm. Uh, He lost his role after that. Now, it was the game before Eastern Illinois, right? Simo, that he lit it up. Wow. Man, that was, it was again, but that yeah. was his best offensive performance. He of was the two year. of six from three, but seven of seven from two. Right. In Big Ten play, 0 of three against Penn State. Trent, he's, he's 0 for you. We went through this yesterday. 0 for nine against his Nebraska. His only points are from the free throw line. And 0 and seven against Wisconsin. Right. Two points. Two. Maybe. Start him. <laughs> I mean, why not? Because they have to have him. Yes, this they team do. is too limited yes, shooting they basketball. Yes, they do. To not be able to, or. If it goes poorly again, if he comes out his first time, be it starting or off the bench, and he clangs up a couple more, and the shot still looks off, and he's rushing things, and he's just completely out of sorts, do you have to turn to Carter Kingsbury? Mm. We've seen Kingsbury a couple of times. He's come in and hit a shot, right? Mm-hmm. Because you need shooting on this basketball team. It's just it's not a good shooting team. Ulysses can't shoot. Perkins is not a great three-point shooter. Connor is at stretches. Right. But he's certainly not been consistent throughout yep. the course of his career. Right. You lose Patrick, who has been a pretty good shooter mm-hmm. throughout his career. I, I think you got to think about that. Or Carter Kingsbury suddenly is going to become a guy that you're going to have to play. Be it, it's who saw that coming? 10, 12 minutes a game, but that's a likely scenario that's going to have to play out here. Agundalay, he was not available last right. week. Mulvey, yeah. that's a miss. Yep. Right? Looks like it. He should have stayed in high school. Yeah. He should be just getting here now. Yeah, The the development is not working for him. I'm with you. That's where this team is. And the future, they don't got a bunch of five stars coming in. It's not yeah. like Iowa State's recruiting class they come, have coming in the next two years, My including JT Rock. Do you, have you seen him play? I have. At, did you see him in the state tournament? Uh, I saw him, no, at, in an AU event. Did he, you? And he's the real deal. Yeah. He's got to add weight. He's a developmental guy, mm-hmm. as most seven-footers and are. And he's a class of 24 kid, right? Yes. But Creighton? Kansas. I mean, yeah. there were some heavyweights mm-hmm. that were coming his way, and he's going to be a cyclone. These next two classes, and we know TJ, he'll go into the portal and he'll fill in the gaps, yeah. but they're also building it in a different way than they did in the past. And we found out what Fred Hoiberg initially did. It was unsustainable because early on, they were the major conference school to go to well, they for were one of the few. Yes. And then Duke said, oh, <laughs> this looks pretty good. By the way, what is wrong with Duke? Down 50 nothing. Holy mackerel. You know how I love that final week of the regular season at Saturday night, Duke, North Carolina, whatever venue is in. Mm-hmm. I love that game. Trent, these are both bad teams right now. They are. They're really, really struggling. I, I watched Carolina quite a bit last night, held on and got a cover on that one it, with Wake Forest and Steve yeah. Forbes boys. But you're exactly right. Carolina, they can score. They're not playing great Ugh. defensively. And Duke, I told you yesterday when I picked that game at the end of the show, there's just something about it. I just, I don't like the team. I, they have State was up, was it, like 44-20 at the half, something ridiculous like that. I mean, this game was never close. They brought in a recruiting class with four top 15 guys, and short of Philip Kapowski, the rest of them stunk. They, they have been bad throughout the course of the season. Proctor's huh. not good. Mitchell has been absolutely lost. And who's the, oh, Lively, who was the most highly regarded of them. He's terrible. Brutal. Uh, it's uh, 11, uh, well, almost 11.30. That means it's time for us to give you another keyword. Go to KXNO.com. Once you get there, you can enter this nationwide contest. The keyword right now is bonus. Bonus at KXNO.com. Bonus at KXNO.com. That is your chance to win $1,000. Uh, do we have DraftKings in this break? We do. All right. I was going to give away the tickets. We'll hold off on that until we don't have DraftKings. So that's coming up. Maybe before we bring Wade Looking Bill on. But we're going to talk Vikings. It's a heavy NFL day on the program today. We'll take a look at 
Uh, all of the regionals with the exception of the Bears, and we did that yesterday with Cappy Vikings, and then in hour number two, Packers and Chiefs. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Past 11.30, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We're going to talk about all of those regional teams. Well, with the exception of the Bears today. We did them yesterday with Cappy. Yeah, that's enough of that team. Right? It's a, you had enough of them. We got the future, though. You do. You, mm. No, you, it's coming. You've been trying to tell me. No, I'm telling you. Look Seven at that, twenty-one throw. Look at that tunnel. Game. That light's getting closer. <laughs> Ted Glover, Vikings Report podcast. He covered the Vikings for a long, long time. He's with us. Uh, Ted Trenton, Ken in Des Moines. Thanks for finding time for us. How are you, Ted Glover? Doing good. Happy New Year's, guys. I hope you had a, a nice holiday season. I'm doing well. Absolutely. So are the Vikings at 12-4, and four, although, boy, the country sure seems to not believe in this team, but they keep finding ways to win close games. You know what? The, the silver lining in this, and it could be proven wrong, I, I think that this is beneficial because you know playoff games tend to be this way, right? They've proven you can pull a game out when you need to, and after all, in the playoffs, there's no tomorrow. Uh, that, that might be a silver lining in all of this. Crazy? No, I, I think it. I think it helps. I mean, it builds confidence um, that everybody overlooked or everybody looks the looks at the the bad loss. Look, they they were bad. Dallas. Yep. Green Bay at Detroit wasn't great. The Philly loss wasn't good. Um, but but when normally or for the most part this year, when when the Vikings get behind or things start going against them, in past seasons they would just fold the ten up and just kind of say, "Okay, fine, whatever." On to next week and just and just lose. And that's for a lot of the season that has not happened. It's it's a very stark contrast. In years past, and it's something I think um, at least fans of the Vikings that follow the team have have noticed compared to you know like the last three, four, five, twenty five, thirty years. What is it about Kevin O'Connell, a guy that played in the league out of San Diego State? Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought, yeah, he was a, a mid late round draft pick. But me, he was going to have a guy that had a chance. What is it about him as a head coach, a guy that's obviously learned by from some of the greats in football that you believe makes him not just a good coach for this year, but for the future going forward, why he's got sustainability? I think it's a generational thing. I mean, look, Mike Zimmer was the right coach for the Vikings at the right time, but he was an old-school guy. And, and for this generation of today's players, and I'm not saying it's good, I'm not saying it's bad, it's just different. And, and every generation evolves and and they act differently and look at the world differently and and all of that and Kevin O'Connell being a younger guy I think can can relate to those guys better than a guy like Mike Zimmer could or or an, an older you know one generation above them kind of guy and and I I and when you take that into consideration with Kwesi Adolfo Mensa the GM who they hired they have a a matching philosophy and and Adolfo Mensa is a young guy too 
Um, I just think it meshes really well, and I think it set the Vikings up for long-term success. Hmm. What's T.J. Hawkinson meant to this roster? Uh, he's been – it was a great trade. Uh, I, I would argue without T.J. Hawkinson, the Vikings are not, what, 12-4 and four right now. They, I, you can argue there's probably three or four games directly that if he didn't play in, the Vikings don't win. Hmm. I, I like Hawkinson. Um, Irv Smith is coming back, too, and that could be another weapon as we head to the playoffs. But – Hawkinson has been an invaluable asset to this team from from the moment he got traded to the Vikings in what October I think it was. Yeah, in in division trade, and we've seen quite a bit of those going back to the draft last year. Yeah, and of course, right. Christian Watson making yeah. his way to Green Bay, and the Vikings were the one that uh, pulled that one off. So you look at this team; they have done it. Some people believe with smoke and mirrors. The path that's still in front of them, not a whole lot can change short of a San Francisco loss. So. Looks like it's going to be the Giants in the first round. That's going to be the matchup here. What are we going to see on Sunday against the Bears? And I'm looking at it as a biting opportunity. You're going up against Nathan <laughs> Peterman. But how much do we anticipate starters going to play if they get out to a 17 nothing lead, you know, at halftime, something like that, how quickly they start to pull guys? What do you anticipate kind of the game plan here for this Week 18 matchup? That's a good question. Kevin O'Connell said he's, he's leaning towards playing a starter. So I would expect them to kind of treat it like an exhibition game, you know, maybe the 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 dress rehearsal game of, of the preseason where, where the starters play, you know, into the second quarter, maybe the, f- the first half, and then start subbing out guys. I would expect um, a couple guys to not even suit up, maybe. Maybe Justin Jefferson might take a seat. Mm. I mean, I, I don't, it's just really hard to say how things go. Uh, the one thing I would like to see, though, is the Vikings offensive line. They've, they've really been, yep. been blasted with injuries the last couple of weeks. I, I have a feeling that if there's going to be starters that play a very extended time, it would be that starting offensive line to give them time to gel in a game situation so they can get as prepared as they can for, for next week um, in the playoffs. Yeah, Brian O'Neill is now. What's, uh, what's Bradbury's status? Um, he's still iffy. Pearl Connell, he's still iffy to come back for the playoff game. So wow. I, he's definitely not playing this Sunday, and, and his, his status for the Giants game is still up in the air. Uh, I want to go to the secondary, because I was um, I, early in the season, I thought, you know what, Cam Dantzler's light's really starting to come on here. Uh, he's, he looks different this year. Then he gets hurt. He missed about a month. And, and the kid who played in the Big 12 that I, I don't remember with K-State, Duke Shelley, um, he's been good. I'm way better than, you know, I mean, than I thought he was going to be. I don't think I'm alone. I think Duke Shelley, uh, his emergence in the secondary has kind of snuck up on some people. Yeah, been a very pleasant surprise. I mean, he was a, I think he was a practice squad guy, if, or if they didn't pick him up off the street, I can't remember exactly. Um, but, you know, you talked about Dantzler. He, he was, I thought, having a pretty good season. He got hurt. A Caleb Evans came in, and I thought a Caleb Evans was doing okay. And then he got hurt, and you're like, man, what are they going to do now? And they throw Duke Shelley in, and I, you could argue Duke Shelley has been the best of those three guys mm-hmm. this year. I, I, it's been it's been a huge plus for the Vikings, and and uh, um, this, as bad as the defense has been, I, I, they would be actually even worse if he hadn't been in there playing. How much you been peeking ahead to the Giants? Uh, yeah, a, a <laughs> lot. I mean, come on, it's, this, this is like a meaningless game. <laughs> yeah, I well. mean, Fields isn't going to play. I would bet Nick Mullins enters the game fairly early at some point. Just you know, you don't want to get Kirk hurt in a meaningless, mm-hmm. meaningless game. I, it, I don't think a winner, even if the Vikings win, I don't think it's going to affect their playoff position because I don't see the Forty ers losing at home to the Cardinals. Um, it just seems that the, the third seed is is fairly much 
uh, a given for them. So, yeah, I, I I don't know that the the Vikings are looking past them, but but most of the fans looking at this game this weekend are are like, yeah, okay, whatever. Let's just get let's just get on with it. Let's go in the way back machine. Wasn't there a situation? Didn't the Giants hammer the Vikings in the playoffs and Randy Moss? Forty-one nothing, something like that. I, I have no recollection. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't Randy Moss? I only I play when I want to play. Or, was that the game? Did he say something? No, no. Moss said that during the regular season. I think that was a year or two later. Okay. Um, but no, we we uh, in Vikings land we. Uh, affectionately refer to that game as 41 donut because that's what Ma, either Moss or Chris Carter called that game a donut. We, okay. They're asking, you know, no points a donut. How can we get a donut in this game? And so it's like the 41 donut game. Gotcha. Well, you know what? When it comes to the Giants, Daniel Jones, a lot of folks thought there's no way this guy's going to finish the year. New coach. Uh, hadn't really done anything to establish himself. I think he has, Ted. How about you? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I think it just goes to show how much coaching actually matters in the NFL. I uh, a, a young kid going to to the right situation and the right coach, um, especially a quarterback, I think makes all the difference into whether or not they'll succeed or fail. And I, I think you're seeing that. Uh, Daniel Jones is a prime example of that. He's really he's really a, adjusted well to this new offense. You know, a lot of people were questioning, well, can you know he, he's kind of stunk, and now he has to learn a new offense, and how's that going to go? And it's been great. I think he's got uh, um, a bright future under Brian Dable. Well, you had a great season with the Vikings, and it will continue in the playoffs, and a great season for your Ohio State Buckeyes, and for, mm. what, about mm. 50, I don't know, 54 minutes, it felt like they had yeah. that one. I, Stinger, I, I told you, Ted, and I've told our listeners, I was watching it, my future brother-in-law is an Ohio State grad, he didn't take it very well, tough one to <laughs> swallow, because Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't get hurt, Oh my god, they win that football game. I agree. I think so. Yeah, I don't think if and or or if they call that targeting, and I think they would have put the ball on like the two or whatever. I think Ohio State punches it in and instead of kicks a field goal, and I think that's the difference in the game too. But you know, nobody thought a nobody thought Ohio State should be in the college football playoff to begin with, and b nobody thought they would even be competitive with Georgia. I mean, look, it sucked that they lost. Don't get me wrong; it was it was miserable. Um, but I, I think you know they. they they played a good football game, and and you know, guys like Travion Henderson were hurt, and Jackson Smith and Jigbo were hurt. I mean, for most of the season, and they still got as far as they did. So there's, I think there's some stuff to build on, and and some silver linings and all that. Just Ted, beat Michigan next year. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wonder who's going to be at the helm of those Wolverines. Yeah. Will Harbaugh still be there? He certainly got options by the sounds of things. Vikings Report podcast. Where can we find that, Ted? Uh, on YouTube, it's Vikings Report with Drew and Ted. Um, the show account on Twitter is at Report Ted Two Ts, um, and on Facebook, it's Vikings Report with Drew and Ted. If you want to like and follow along, great stuff. Thanks for doing this, Ted Glover. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Yep, good to talk to you, Ted Glover. As we catch up on the Minnesota Vikings, yeah, it seems like they're locked. The Giants can't move anywhere. They right. are the six for sure, yes. and the Bucks are the four. That's locked. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there is still movement, but like Ted said, Vikings need to win and a 49er loss to the Cardinals. Come on. Yeah, I can't see it. Not going no, to happen. No, no, no. So they're, for all intents and purposes, locked in as the three. Uh-huh. Means if they win, more likely going to San Francisco. And yeah, sounds seems like it. Oof. They're going to have to get by those Niners at some point if they want to get to the That's right. To the-
Uh, the, the Keep Super it close. Bowl to Phoenix. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we're going to talk Hawks, Nick. Wade Looking Bill is going to join us. If you want to go to the Hawkeye game. I got uh, a trivia question. How about that? I don't want to do that. I you just, don't want to do no, trivia. I just want to give them away. You just want to give them All right. Well, you want to answer the phones and well, give Of course. Go to your well, you, you, you don't like to say no to anybody. I can't. You can't say no. I can. All right, go ahead. Because we got two pairs of tickets. Two pairs of tickets. And yeah, it's an 8 o'clock tip. 8 o'clock tip. You have to be able to go. Right. Don't just answer the question to prove your Hawkeye knowledge. You still you want to do it that way? Well, I only had one trivia question. Well, it was the same guy can answer it. How about colors 5 and 6? Or 1 and 2. You want 1 and 2. <laughs> do 1 and 2. You want to go to the game? we got tickets just for the asking. They are uh, electronic tickets. You don't pick them up. We're going to get uh, somebody in our marketing department will... Uh, email them to you, 515-284-5966. No trivia, no nothing. Want to go to the game? We'd love to send you. If you can go. If you can go. They First, need people in Carver. They will tonight. <laughs> uh, 515-284-5966. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Again, our thanks to Dr. Stephen Fuller. Two locations in central Iowa, eastern Polk County, East 29th Street, not far from Grandview Golf Course, 2822. And then the new location, 8th Street Southeast uh, in Altoona, 509, 8th Street Southeast in Altoona. I think it's right in that fireside complex. Uh, so if you uh, move to that area, if you need a new dentist, Dr. Stephen Fuller, uh, Family, FullerFamilyDental.net. All right, let's get Wade Looking Bill in here. By the way, Randy Moss did something in that game. I know he did. The, the Giants game, after they got crushed, he said something after the game. What year was that? Do you remember? Oh, no, you're, you're, you're blowing my mind. I, I remember the game, but I don't remember the Randy Moss part of it, no. It's like, I know he did. Well, we got this I don't Google think machine. The internet, I can figure I don't it think out. the internet goes back that far. <laughs> it does, it does. does. It, it goes back to Wade Looking Bill, even. Uh, he, and he joins us. Hello, Wade. Hello, looking good. There's a little bit of YouTube out there. There yeah. is. I've wow. seen it. I've seen it, man. Yeah, How you been? Happy great. New Year. Yes, sir. Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, well, let's get into uh, what hasn't been a happy uh, New Year for the uh, Hawkeye men's yeah, basketball uh, program yeah. so far. Um, your thought, what, what's, what's happened to this team, Wade? You know, I, I just think it's something... I, I just think it's something. So, so first off, they lost the number four pick in the draft last year. Yep, you know, yep. so, and it's just and they and they don't replace people like that. I, Iowa doesn't. Most schools don't. Arguably, the, the most talented player in the history of Iowa basketball. Um, I thought they got off to a decent start. That Seton Hall win was good. That that TCU loss. TCU is pretty good. They got some mm-hmm. dudes. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, the Eastern. Illinois loss was was tough. That was one where you you just got to find a way. And even the games they've lost in the row, they lost at Nebraska, um, who had Purdue beat, and they lost to Penn State. But the problem is they're not even competitive in those games. They're down basically twenty points at half in both those games. Had Wisconsin beat, should have beat them. Who's a top ten, twelve, fifteen type of team? But they're not even competitive. And I just think with Iowa that they got to start shooting better. And I don't know how they do that. Or how they fix that, but they got to make eight, nine threes a game, and then rebounding wise, they at least have to break even. I think that's a big point of emphasis for them. They have to find a way to at least break even and start making some shots. Now that's easier said than done. 
Certainly is. And one of those guys, the guy you've seen a whole lot in his career in Peyton Sanford. Uh, it feels like it has passed certainly just a, a little bit of a shooting funk. There, there's a lot more going on psychologically. The shot just looks different. It looks off. He looks rushed out there. What do you do? Because they need him. There's really no other options out there. Talk maybe even Carter Kingsbury if it continues at this route, giving him some run. But what can you do? Against Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we've talked about this, and I, I, I love Peyton. I, I think he's going to have a great career. If, if it were me, if I were coaching him, what I would say, because, you know, Peyton, Peyton is aggressive with his shot. You know, he played nine minutes against Nebraska and got off, I think, nine shots. Um, I think when he comes in the game – Within 20 seconds, a lot of times he'll get a wide-open three, and he'll take it. If, if I were coaching him, I'd say, hey, that's a good shot, but let's pass it up the first 20 seconds, maybe two minutes into your rotation, then shoot the ball. Get acclimated to the game, get a couple touches, maybe get a layup on a fast break, get to the free-throw line, but don't shoot that wide-open three when you've only been in the game 15, 20 seconds. That's what I would say. Other than that, I'm sure they've tried everything. They've shot with him a lot. They've taken days off. Um, it's just one of those things where one of these days he's going to break out and be six of eight from three, and hopefully it's all solved. Hopefully it's tonight. Is there carryover weight from game to game? And where I'm going with this is in the Nebraska game was a head-scratcher. It looks like the Penn State was going to blow them out. Now it got close at the end, and if it would have, should have had a chance. Didn't didn't end up in the win column, but they, they didn't fold. They they kept fighting. Can you carry over the—it's not a moral victory, I get it, but can you carry over the fact the way they finished into tonight's game is a positive if you're looking for something? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they they played pretty well that second half of that game. Now, Chris Murray had what, 22, 23 points. But here's the thing is Iowa plays, if if you look at their schedule, and I'm, I'm trying to be positive with this, for the next five are at home, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. They got Indiana, I forget the order. Then they're at Rutgers, who's who's really good, but, but they're not, you know, that's a place you can go in and, and win. Then they got, like, Michigan, Minnesota. And Michigan, Maryland. Michigan, Maryland. And Michigan, Maryland, yep. So, Four of the next five at home, that's not too much of a stretch to say, hey, we get four of these next five, we're right back in it. Mm-hmm. And, again, I, I've always said 10-10 and 10 is the goal. You know, you, you lost Keegan Murray, who's a superstar. 10-10 and 10 in this league, that's the goal. Now they, you know, had Wisconsin, could have split maybe with Nebraska, Penn State. They they aren't that far off where they should be. It's, it's just the way they've lost the games. Yeah. Eastern Illinois, mm. again, down 20 at the half to Nebraska. But absolutely, you, you have to stay positive and carry over that, that second half against Penn State, which was pretty good. You know who's been pretty good, just real quick? Uh, Luca Garza started to look like he's <laughs> going to last in the NBA. Now, defensively, he's never going to be a strong suit, sure. right? But he had another good scoring game last night. He had 15 last night. He can score. He yeah. can. He can fill it up. He, he, I don't think there's ever been a question that that, that Luca can score. It's just who is he going to guard? You know, right. that, that's always the thing. You know, can't guard the fives and the the four men in the in, in the NBA are so athletic. There really aren't many fives left. Um, but he can shoot it, and that pick and pop is deadly. Um, he's going to be okay. I, it, Minnesota's got a lot of bigs. You know, with yeah. with Carl Anthony Towns and the the, the guy from Utah, the Sean Bear. But he's Six eleven and can shoot it. That there are few people on this planet that can say that. 
Few and far between. Well, of course, Patrick McCaffrey has taken a mental pause uh, from the release the other day. Fran McCaffrey got to hear from Margaret yesterday, and of course, Connor uh, talking a little bit about it. Ken and I talked a lot about this at the top of the show yesterday. Uh, Wade, something that in the past would have been scoffed at, but probably it, Wade's career. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's been great, though, from our perspective to see the outpouring of support. Your takeaway? Yeah, I just think it's something where whether it's the Buffalo Bills player from Monday night or, or what, what, what Patrick's going through, sports really aren't that important in the grand scheme of things. I would love, you know, I really have one team, and that's that's the Iowa Hawkeyes basketball team. And I would love for them to be, you know, better right now, playing better than they are. But, again, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that important. And I know the McCaffrey's a little bit, and, and Patrick's been through – more than most, you know, twenty-two-year-olds have to go through. I just hope he's okay. I, I don't really know, you know, exactly. I, I saw he's coming to practices, but not playing. Coming to games, but not obviously not going to dress. I just hope he's okay. I, I, I don't know if, if that means he takes the rest of the year off or if he never plays again. I just hope he's okay mentally because, in the grand scheme of things, there's so much more, many more things important than whether Iowa beats Indiana tonight in the a basketball game on a Thursday in early January. Yeah, that, my, my takeaway from the whole thing, as Trent mentioned, just the uh, the acceptance uh, and the understanding that this is, um, you know, a, a disease, something that affects people. And, and, and um, it's seeming, I'm not sure, Wade, in your era that it would have been as understood, right? You know, yeah. We did a lot of suck it up, that. right? Suck it up and yeah. get out there and don't be soft. We understand it better now. Yeah, it, it's it's... It's not a sprained ankle, and it and it's not you know where you're banged up your knee. I, I think you said it right, Ken. I think it's a disease, and it's something that you don't get better by pushing through or getting more shots up. You have to find a way to 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 deal with it on your own. And I think what he's doing is right. And if and if you look at his games, it's really interesting because he was really good against. Seton Hall, Duke, I think Iowa State, he was really good. And then he just dropped off the face of the earth. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there was something wrong with him. You could, you could look back at his numbers, and it turns out that he just was having these issues mentally, and it he, he has to get better. And, again, if, if that's the rest of the year, the rest of his career, then no. – Either one of those options is okay. And you know what? I I'm, I have a feeling it's going to help some other people, too, just by sharing the fact that he's going through it. I think it. so, too, for sure. Uh, Wade, uh, yep. great stuff. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you coming on. Okay, Thanks, guys. Wade Looking Bill. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yep. Wade Looking Bills, we catch up on the, uh, with, with the former Hawk. Saw the uh, updated numbers over a wager talk, the betting percentages. They have flipped. Uh, since we first looked at them earlier today. The money's coming in on Indiana. Uh, Indiana, but it's kind of going back and forth. It's, huh. it's been interesting, and now I see back the other way. Tickets are 50-50. Hmm. Money? At Bet Rivers, we said earlier. Hope the pros are right. Iowa. Hope the pros are right. We'll take uh, a timeout, hour number two, more NFL conversation. Going to start with a really difficult exercise. Mm. Trent and I are going to... Got 15, Jumping jacks? No, not that kind Push-ups? of exercise. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Um, the NFL has cut their Hall of Fame class to 23 down to 15. Trying to get the five? Uh-huh. It's impossible. We'll try our best at that, and then we're going to talk about the Packers. We're going to talk about the Chiefs. We're going to hear about Trent's plays of the day. Hour 2 coming up next. Miller and Condon, 106.3 KXNO.